0: Welcome to the Iron Keel Collection. Today's article is called You Must Have Your Sounds Turned On. Subtitled We, the manufacturers of mobile phone devices, streaming services, and social media platforms, insist that you have your sound switched on. Written by Sean Ellerton on January the 15th, 2020. My rant of the week concerns unnecessary electronic sounds we're forced to endure. The Netflix Here I Am sound. It's been a long and tiring day, and a hot one at that as well. I fumble for the house keys to get into the house. I start preparing dinner before the rest of the family arrives. Dinner is ready to be served and my wife and son arrive just on time. Dinner's finished. Plates and glasses washed, and then I start to do some evening gardening while my wife is doing some research on her work and my son is playing with his toys in his room. It's getting late and now the struggle of trying to get him into bed begins, after having spent the best part of half an hour to get him to have a shower and then to brush his teeth. I read him a few chapters out of his favourite book, then dress and put him to bed. It's no mean feat, especially during the summer months with daylight saving time, which I hate, by the way, when it's still light outside. He's asleep, and then we relax and decide to watch something on Netflix. I switch it on, and the first thing that happens is, ta-da! I sit there quietly, listening to any sound from my son's room. Did he wake up? Did I get away with it? Well, for those of you that have, he- that have Netflix, you know what I mean. This incredibly loud, out of proportion, here we are sound that you cannot disable as it's part, as it's built as part of Netflix's software. This gets me nearly every time as I so often forget to mute the volume before switching it on. What in the name of what's holy or revered possesses someone to come up with such an idea to annoy the hell out of so many users? Particularly so when, from what I've read from other pissed-off users, that there is no way to disable it. Yet, despite so many readers' requests to Netflix to disable it, it has fallen on deaf ears. Perhaps some marketing twerp in the business decided to force the feature so that when the ta-da sound is heard, others in the near vicinity, such as in a hotel room, might hear it as well and think, hey, that's a good idea, let's watch some Netflix. You know that sound when somebody pops the cork of a wine bottle or opens a can of soda? You know, the Pavlov's dog thing. Seriously, Netflix. The software you have is better than most others, but make it optional to disable that one little thing. Facebook's keyboard clicks. Well, let's now move over to Facebook's continual push to make sure that your notification and keyboard sounds are on. By default, when you run Facebook on a browser or through its app, notifications and sounds are turned on. On the app, keyboard sounds are turned on. Now let me digress here a little about keyboard sounds. Anyone remember using a manual typewriter? They were really effing noisy. Anybody within the earshot of someone typing away in one of those would hear a continuous barrage of clickety-clicks interspersed by the zipping sound of a carriage return. Often this would be interrupted by little ah, damn, and other little expletives when the typist makes errors and has to backspace to correct them, perhaps followed by the rolling sound of the paper being pulled out, crumbled, and then unceremoniously jettisoned into the rate paper basket. Electric typewriters weren't quite as bad, particularly the more expensive golf ball ones which gave off more of a soft thud rather than a piercing clicking sound. Then came along computer keyboards, most of which tend to be reasonably quiet except for the more clicky, tactile type gaming keyboards which some users prefer the feel of, myself included. Not for the sound it makes, but the sensation it creates when you type on it. Thanks to my brother-in-law who got me a nice one last Christmas. Why anyone would feel to have the need for a touchscreen keyboard to make fake electronic clicky or poppy sounds is totally beyond me. If they want to do so when they're alone, fine. But why subject everyone around them, for example on a train, to work to listen to them type away on their smartphones? Well, back or to, Back to Facebook. As a default, you get these keyboard sounds on your smartphone. Disabling them takes a little understanding on how to navigate through your Facebook settings, which undoubtedly most will never bother doing. This is how intuitive it is. One, click on the lower right corner with the three horizontal lines. Two, click on settings. Three, click on sounds, which is nearly at the bottom of a very long page of options. Four, switch off in-app sound, which may have been better worded to something like say, Keyboard clicks? So hooray! they switched off. Finally! However, something is rotten in the state of Denmark. Oh, I do love that Shakespearean expression. Lo and behold, after every Facebook update the reviled keyboard clicks start again. Facebook switches the in-app sounds setting back to on with every update. So far, up to time of writing this, at least. So, this means I need to change the settings on my Facebook app as well as my wife's. Let me ask Facebook, is this intentional? Because if it is, I'm certain it would be marketing strategy rather than that from a software developer. Perhaps it could be a simple omission on a long list of bugs and fixes that need to be done. I don't know. My mobile phone makes the sound of a real camera. Every, everywhere you turn and look, there seems to be this need to make unnecessary electronic sounds. Let's look at another offender. Mobile phone cameras. Compact digital cameras are predominantly silent unless one wishes to switch the sound on. In any case, the sounds they make are genuinely innocuous and quite subdued. However, sales of Compact digital cameras have very strong competition with mobile phone cameras, some of which make surprisingly good photos. In the world of older style and SLR, SLR, single lens reflex cameras, we all know that they make a sound when taking a photo. With SLR cameras, it's the sound of the mirror component that moves up to let in light to the camera sensor. The sound is unavoidable. However, good SLR camera design is such that the sound is as minimal as possible. A professional photographer has absolutely no desire to have the camera make unnecessary sounds, particularly when filming wildlife or for more nefarious reasons. Candid photography, for example. Someone many years ago probably thought that it would be cool to have mobile phone cameras emulate the sound of an SLR camera. Well think about this. In a museum I went to recently with my son, there was a man with a high-end digital Canon 5D camera and a couple taking pictures of each other with a mobile phone. The unavoidable sound of the mechanism in a Canon camera was much quieter than the totally, absolutely unnecessary sound coming from the mobile phone. Regarding the sound, the very thing which the designers at Canon are trying to achieve It's precisely the opposite to that which has been designed in a mobile phone camera. Switching off the sound of a mobile phone camera is not sometimes possible. However, at least I can disable mine if I put the whole phone in silent mode, which means I get no sounds, including the sound when a phone call comes in. Not particularly helpful. Surprise sounds on websites. We must, of course near the end of the somewhat ranty discussion on websites that forcibly start audio and video when the user opens the page on a browser. It's a heinous practice at best, and one that should be avoided by all web designers. There should always be the option of playing the sound or video at the user's request. I am glad to say that this practice is becoming less popular than it once was. Even social media websites and apps have the option of disabling autoplaying playing of videos and sounds, a most commendable move. I remember the days in the late 90s, a time of little in the way of online security, when work colleagues, just for the sake of practical jokes, would send emails to each other with embedded sound files, uh, enabling the computer speaker and cranking up the volume to mutter something funny and usually profane. But I think those days are past us now. Hollywood bling-bling ultra-high-tech sound effects. Even the entertainment industry has piped down on the air sound effects when glitzy high-tech stuff happens on computers. Remember all those usually American high-tech crime shows where words are being typed on a monitor whilst making all these bleeping sounds? The essence of trying to make it all futuristic and cool? Much less now. These days it is common for someone to key in something into Google or some other search engine, much like today, when anyone does the same kind of thing. Boring, but a fact of life and realistic. Conclusion To finish off my little rant, let's give fake or as that sound some credit. By default, Unnecessary sounds should be turned off, or they should be at least be able to be turned off and remain being turned off until the user specifies otherwise. However, there are occasions where sounds are genuinely useful. Those with physical impairments, particularly with eye problems, might require a little more help to finalise the action of, say, taking a picture of someone. The sound might help in confirming that the action did take place, although whether the camera was pointed in the right direction might be more of an issue. Are there reasons for manufacturers in implementing and forcing airzat's camera sounds on phones? Probably, but for sometimes bizarre reasons. One reason that stands out is for the prevention of candid photography, which can be bypassed anyway, as mentioned above. Whether it's true or not remains to be heard, but I heard a theory that fake camera shutter sounds discourages people taking pictures inside public conveniences, a practice which is much frowned upon, particularly in Australia where warning signs are often displayed in full view, requesting that no pictures are taken inside. I guess that's kind of understandable, not that I envisage someone creeping over the wall, looking down at me while doing my business and taking a snapshot. There is possibly one application I can think of where emulating a sound could be a safety issue, And that is in a world of electric cars. I remember taking an electric taxi in Singapore. It was a full on powerful electric car, not one of those hybrid things where the the petrol engine kicks in at about 30 miles per hour. It was amazingly quick to accelerate, and my word, was it ever so quiet? However, there were people crossing the road at various points throughout our journey and often, at very short notice, quickly stumble back in stark surprise when we approach them. Perhaps this is the reasoning behind the famously loud potato-potato sound of the Harley-Davidson motorcycle. It may seem that I'm ranting a little too much or having a little go at marketing. Well, yes, I am. Marketing is a very important part of any business, and I've had my share of being involved with from time to time. But I would never implement an annoying feature that users cannot disable, nor would I subject them to unnecessary noises that really and royally piss them off. In the world of design, the move to be as quiet as possible or silent is one of, the goals, one of the goals of so many engineering designs, whether it's car, elevator, locomotive, air conditioning, airplane, passenger ferry, desktop computer, networking equipment, transformer and so many others. So why is that other industry, sectors like software, mobile phone manufacturers and streaming services have the mindset that we need more noise? Anyway, I hope you enjoy listening to this, if not, at least for a little mild amusement to your start of the day. If it didn't, well, that's fine as well.